Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Slash The Answer Houston and click like. Stay in touch. Stay informed. That's Facebook.com slash The Answer Houston. This is AM 1070, The Answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. On the Max Out Savings Show, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. And, and, our, and our show is really all about, uh, about saving money, building up wealth, and understanding and protecting it in, the, in this highly inflationary, unstable world that we live in. So we're going to be talking a lot about that on the show here today. We've got a short show. Uh, we've got a Baylor football game at 1030, so we're going to try to try to keep it pretty compact and bring what our thinking is uh, going forward and where we are today. Uh, again, we, we have talked a lot in this show over the last number of years about the dangers of inflation. It's, it's been, we've talked, we've really started ramping it up in, in, in 2000, late 18 and 19, when you could see the numbers start coming up on inflation. And, and and the inflation's kept climbing. It, it, it hit eight, eight and a half percent. Uh, and uh, you know, we warned you to stay out of long-term bonds. We warned you to uh, you know you want to be in commodities. Uh, we 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 managed through the the pandemic. Uh, they, they they said you know the inflation took off after the pandemic. They said this was going to be transitory on the max out savings. She said, oh, we said no, it's not. This is much more structural than people think. This is a this is a structural inflation. This is not a cyclical inflation per se. And by that I mean is that that uh, inflation is going to be much more persistent than the past. Is it, could inflation go down some? Yeah, absolutely. It's probably going to drop some. But uh, but understand that in the past, you know, we're hearing a lot about oil and gas. We're going to got a, the, the oil and gas is really the center of a lot of this stuff. But, but, you know, they're saying, you know, they're fixated on oil and gas. They want to get oil and gas down desperately. The president's threatening the Saudis. The Saudis said, look, we're not going to cut our oil prices so you can get reelected. Uh, and then so he, said, he, he even tried to make a deal that he was going to support it at $80 yeah, on the uh, buyback from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Now he's changed it to $70. Uh, but, but this is 
in the reason why, in, in past inflations over the last 20 years, the, every time oil has gone up, it's been a commodity type of inflation. And it's, oh, no, oil is going up. Well, underneath it, everything else really wasn't going up very much. So you, you, had, you had increases in oil prices and gasoline at the pump, and it looked bad. But quite frankly, food, uh, rent, things like that wasn't really going up that much. Products, you, know, you can get plenty of things in the store. But, but, but this, this time it's different. Uh, th- this inflation is, is, is in supply chains. This inflation is in manufacturing. This inflation is is in moving the product, moving uh, companies out of uh, uh, manufacturing out of China elsewhere, which is going to be more expensive. Keep in mind, we've had a deflationary wave for the last 25 years because China's taken over, moved all our factories to China, and we stupidly went along with it. And, and and now we've got to get the factories out of there. But, you know that I, the numbers have varied. It's about one and a half percent of GDP we've lost every year. So when you hear GDP is growing at at three percent or two percent or three and a half, it could have been one and a half percent higher had it not been for China. And you add up one and a half percent over a twenty twenty five year period, and start you're talking about real money at that point in time. And so. So, so, so structurally, we were in deflation. It wasn't a cyclical. It just kept going on for 20, 25, 30 years. But, but, but that's changing now. We have a world that's short on commodities. We have a, a world that's short on, on, on labor. Companies still can't get workers. They're still complaining. You know, what's really fascinating is all these big corporate CEOs, and they're running around telling you we're going to be we're, inflation. We're going to be a bad. I mean, not inflation. De- we're going to go into recession any day now. Uh, we're, we're seeing a hurricane. It's going to be. We don't know how bad it's going to be. Da 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 da. da. But then they, they, they get on their conference calls and like we can't find workers. Yes, our you know our our, our 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 earnings are better than expected. Well, which is it? You know, you can, you know we're having supply chain issues. Well, how are you in a recession if you can't find workers? You have supply chain issues and your earnings are doing okay. And, and the answer is you know they're being pressured by by by. Uh, by uh, the administration to try to talk down inflation and try to talk down, you know, so say there's going to be recession and try to scare people. Look, is the every going to probably have a recession next year? Yeah, probably so. But right now, the, the economy is reasonably strong here. But inflation is destroying working people's salaries. It's destroying their savings unless they're properly prepared. So. So, so this is so this is more of a wages are going up. People, you know, right now it's it's it's, it's October, November, December. You, you know, we're talking about wages for next year. People are going, look, I need a raise. I mean, everything I got's going up. PepsiCo, PepsiCo has raised the price of of uh, their products average seventeen percent over the last year. That's not that seventeen percent's a lot of money. It, it, it get, it, one of the biggest parts, problems we're running into is food inflation, and we have energy inflation, we have supply chain inflation, we have wage price inflation, and, and so the, the, the inflation is much stickier. Any economist will tell you wage price inflation is much stickier than oil price. Oil can go zooming up to $100 a barrel from, you know, 60. Everyone's like, oh, my God, the world's coming to an inflation. Well, then it goes back down to 60, and you're back to where you were in, in the prices. And that's, you can't take everybody's raises back. It, it, it's a different world, so you have to plan for it. But as I said, we have, you know, we have shortages, manufacturing shortages. People have to get out of China. Things are short. Supply chain shortages. We have commodity shortages. You know, we're at war with, 
with 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 Russia. Uh, you know, that's cutting off. Russia is one of the biggest commodity suppliers. And what's the shortages of commodities? What's, what is there no shortage of in this world? Think about what what is the one thing we have no shortage of? Money, because we can endlessly print money, and the Fed has been endlessly printing money. The the the, the M1 went up, uh, or not the one of the money supplies went up 28 percent, uh, you know, uh, a while back in one year, 28 percent. I mean, massive budget deficit spending. Uh, you know, it, it's it's. It, huge two trillion dollar deficits on a, on a on a twenty four trillion dollar economy, and they can't figure out why inflation is going up. So, so you have to protect yourself from inflation. Inflation is more structural; it's going to continue. As I said, is inflation likely to go down? Yeah, it could go down, but it could also get out of control real easily if we go into recession and then the Fed starts printing money and and Joe Biden starts coming up with another tax bill. They had an inflation reduction bill that ended up spending like $350 billion more. I mean, on what planet is is spending $350 billion more an inflation reduction act? And the answer is it's not. So so, so inflation is something you're going to have to sit there and, and, and manage through your retirement. It, it, it's something that can be devastating over the long term. We, we talk in this show, look. In retirement, we may at Max Out Savings Advisors, we manage people's retirements. We, we're talking about a a, a long term deal. It's really, one of the fascinating things to me is 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 you know people go, I'm in my 60s or 70s, I can't plan long term. You know, the easiest time to plan long term is when you're 60s, 70s, and 80s. And the reason why is is because you have the ability to think in long in, 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 in longer terms. You, you've had a lifetime to to live. You understand cycles. You understand the way things are, and you understand time. Time actually moves quicker. But when you're in your 20s, or you know, when you're in 20s, 10 years seems like you know. Uh, the next century, it, whereas is here in your 60s or 70s, it, it's, it's a shorter term. So it, it actually allows you to 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 plan long term. One of the more fascinating things is the really wealthy people they tend to plan much longer term when they're in their 70s and 80s than they do when they're they're younger. It, 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 and so this is an advantage. But you have to understand the average person. A married couple that you know, there's a 50% chance they live to. I forgot the latest statistics. It's 91, 92 years old. So if you're retiring at 65, that's nearly 30 years. You you've got a plan through to to do that. And so you have to understand it's it's a different world. The next 10 years, I I just not seeing. I I think a market. You know, I was talking to a, a, an old friend of mine. He's actually retired and in the business and. Uh, he really was in the 70s. He, 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 he asked him what he thought, and he really kind of dovetails what we're thinking is. This is like, you know, what, what I think is I think you're going to have very volatile market. It's going to go up and down, it, it, but it's it's not going to break through. It's going to probably not break through the old highs for five or six years or more. Now, there is a caveat to that. It could, it could explode through and double in the next three years. If you get a hyper or triple or quadruple, if you get a hyperinflation, but 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 that's most likely it's going to be a choppy market that's not going to go anywhere. In that world, the standard sixty percent S and P five hundred with a little bit of you know uh, in that mix, some little overseas, maybe a small amount of international of developing markets, you know, and and forty percent long term bond portfolio is 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 disastrous. It's not going to work out. 
it, 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 whereas if, if you can if you can manage through this, all 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 stocks are up this year. You know, yeah, the market the market's down. I, I didn't see what it is today. It's down twenty. It's almost twenty five percent last week. You know, the S and P five hundred was down over thirty percent last week. Now we recovered, I think, five percent on the on the Nasdaq, but still these things are down huge. Many tech stocks are down. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 percent, uh, all stocks are up. A lot of stocks are down. It, you know, so if you're in the right sector, things are working in this market. So so, so where do we go from here? Uh, I, I think there's some interesting things out there. Uh, we're in some big trends. One of them is the inflation. The other thing is is the, the war situation. Uh, if you look around the world internationally, it, it's incredible. I mean, today the, the most amazing thing I've seen in a long time is that they had the uh, the Communist Central Committee meeting, you know, the big meeting uh, with all the, the senior, most powerful people in China there, and, and uh, uh, Hu Jintao, the former leader of, of China, was escorted out of the room, and he kind of was protested a little bit, and at that was shocking. I mean, it was really interesting to watch, you know, the, the, the people in the meeting, they're, they're kind of like, uh, I have to not react to this at all and just look straight forward. It, it was, it, it was. I mean, th- th- this is a world that's rapidly changing. We're, we're at war with, with Russia for all practical purposes. Well, you know, p- history will look back on it. And Donald Trump was right. Donald Trump sensed that we need, if we could make a deal with Russia, if we could, we could split them off from China. Russia controls one of the biggest uh, commodity storehouses in the world. In Russia, they're the number three biggest oil producer. Uh, they, they control massive amounts of some of the biggest. I think they're the biggest country landmass in the world. And 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 Donald Trump realized if I could get these people on my side, this puts China at a disadvantage. You know, history will look back on it, and Joe Biden blew it with the war with, with Russia. We should have worked with the Russians. We should have come up with a solution for Ukraine ahead of time, which they did not want to do because this was their big opportunity to, you know, for regime change in Russia. And it was, I, in my mind, is a huge mistake. I mean, I think the, the, the Biden administration, they're violently – Apparently, anti-oil and gas, although Russia's big oil and gas producer, they wanted to take out Russia. They could eliminate oil and gas, raise the price up, and, and, and move to the, you know, because the carbon emergency, because it's poisoning the planet. We're all going to die from CO2, which is the biggest bunch of BS I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, might it warm the planet up? Yeah. Do we need to uh, move to electrification uh, in the, to, to cut back oil and gas usage? Yeah, everybody agrees with that, but 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 these radicals have seized control. Again, I think it was a huge catastrophic mistake. We're fighting a two-front war right now. The Chinese have shrewdly played us up against the Russians. We're in there giving the Ukrainians all our, our weapons, our missiles, our armaments, so we can't supply the U- that Taiwan because we're giving everything to 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 the Ukraine instead. We but Joe Biden's been played for the fool in this situation, you know. If you look at uh, President Xi, he's made it really clear they're going to take Taiwan by force if necessary. We're now hearing senior military U.S. people said the invasion could happen this year. We've been saying it on the show. The war drums are beating out there. Uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the Russians are now saying, you know, the U.S. and the Ukrainians are saying, look, we're going to, you know, 
kick Russia's ass. We're going to run them back. We're going to take back Crimea, the Donbass region, and then we're going to take back Crimea. And the Russians are going, look, you come over here. We're going to use nuclear weapons. And, and, and you know, the people in the Biden administration, well, yeah, we don't care. We'll, we'll attack back. I mean, on what planet are these lunatics on in, in the White House? It, it, you know, we're in a situation, we're going to be dealing with China, and so this is a problem. And this is going to be a problem for the markets. Uh, look, a lot of companies are scrambling to get out of China. If you look what happened earlier this week, the, the, the Biden administration cut the Chinese off of, of uh, semiconductors used for AI and military purposes. The number of Americans had to leave China immediately, and a number of companies had to quit supplying China. China called an emergency meeting of the semiconductor people to figure out what – this is turning very nasty. It is a real concern. Uh, we're, we're pulling down our, our – uh, you know our, our munitions. Uh, we, we, you know we're stretching our uh, we, it, it, with the Ukraine. We're pulling down our oil reserves. Meanwhile, the Chinese are building oil reserves up. They're build, They got the biggest grain stockpiles in the world. We're in a heading into it. We're in a massive drought globally. We're not. We, we don't have the stockpiles we once did. Uh, everywhere the Chinese are preparing for war. They're methodical. They're very. In, in the United States, we're, we're doing you know transvestite shows and and, and 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 going through the military to make sure they have enough uh, gender neutral people you know who who are you going to bet on in that in that situation uh you know they, 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 truly history will look back in this time and people will be stunned how 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 a, 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 a country collapsed uh it, it, how it just completely fell apart it, 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 and, and all they, they concentrated on was open borders. It, 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 no country, no country on earth, no country in history survives on a platform of open borders, lawlessness, lawlessness uh, 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 you know, war with different countries, uh, massive reckless government spending. No country survives in that thing. Now, the good news is we've got the election coming up. The, the, what what you want to understand is 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 the Republicans are doing very well. I, I'm look, I think this is going to be a huge, huge win for the Republicans. Now, let me put a caveat. If they declare martial law, and I don't put anything by these people at all, they're remarkably ruthless in their operations in, in the White House uh, of what to do. You know, But everything is – if you look at the numbers, I think the poll numbers are off about 5%. Now, if, if longtime listeners of show – know that we were saying Donald Trump was going to win. Nobody in this town was saying it. We, we said it right after the convention. If they can't take out Donald Trump, uh, at, I think it was the Democratic convention, they got two weeks to do it. If they can't do it, this guy is going to win. And, and we were right on that. We said the poll, as the election was come up, we said, look, these poll numbers are wrong. The polling is incorrect. We were right there. And I, I'm sensing the same thing. So this is good news. Uh, if, if we can get the House and the Senate to the Republicans, and if they can Get tough on this stuff. We could pull back the country and save the country. If 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 they lose the House and the Senate, it's yeah. I I don't I mean I, don't, I honestly I don't know what to say about the whole situation at that juncture. It is not going to be good. Uh, the uh, it, it, you can even see I, and one of the reasons that we think the Republican went very good. There's a lot of Democrats that are very unnerved by what's going on about what, where the Democratic Party has gone, and, and 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 what what the Democrats have done is through cancel culture and through persecuting Republicans. You saw what they did to Steve Bannon. They're frightening people not to say anything. This is why these poll numbers are wrong because people are like, you know, who are you voting for? Uh, 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 the Democrat, you know, they they don't want to say anything at all. But when they get in that polling booth, 
boom, because they don't know if it could affect their job or anything else. They, you know, you can only step on the American people for so long. A lot of people learned that lesson. Adolf Hitler was one of them, and a lot of people through history. And, and you know, I, I think uh, Joe Biden's going to learn that lesson as well. And, and, and so I think we're going to see a, a, a big win for the Republicans. That'll lead to a more stable budget that will likely strengthen the dollar. Now, what we've been saying here is what's going with the market. Ted, the market's are a disaster. Well, hopefully you've been in the right things. Hopefully you've been cash. Hopefully you've been oil and gas. Hopefully shorter-term bonds. But what? so what happens here? Uh, what we've been saying for the last month or so is that the – the election is the key thing. The election is the key thing. And, and by that, I mean it's not just who's going to win the election, but it is – the government in Washington is doing everything they can to prevent the best possible case for them to – for Joe Biden to win the election. This is why they've been hammering on the, on the Saudis. This is why they've been pulling as much oil as they have out of the strategic petroleum reserve. We've got about 22 days left. Now, keep in mind when they say that, that's if no one else is producing, we can produce that much oil and keep the country going for 22 days. Now, kind of the dirty secret about that, once you get – it's either 50 or 100 million barrels, somewhere in there, the oil starts becoming very difficult to use. It can only be used in very specialized situations. So it's not quite that. But, but So they're putting oil on the market. They're doing everything they can. They're talking because if oil prices go down, if commodity prices go down, if you give the appearance inflation is, is going down. The best thing you can do if you want to give the appearance of inflation is going down is get oil down – the price at the pump because people drive by every day they see the price of gasoline so it's it's pretty clear so so everything is is, is pointing in that direction we're looking at a lot of commodities they're down they're down quite a bit right in here i think after the election the need to keep oil prices down the need to keep uh uh the, the uh commodity prices down kind of goes away near term so they're doing everything they can keep in mind the dollar Dollars up substantially, depending on the currency. It's up anywhere from, you know, some currencies. It's it, it, the dollar is up 23% against the yen, about 12% the, uh, well, actually more than that against the euro. Uh, you know, of the big moves, the dollar's very strong. T taking a look at the dollar here. Bear with me just a second. Let me pull it up on the screen. Uh, looking at the dollar. The dollar started out at uh, dollar index at 95. It's about 112 right now. Is that 115? You know, so that, you know what, what is that? That's uh, you know, be 13, 14, 16, 17 percent. So remember, if, if if you're the since oil prices peaked, oil's gone down to 85 dollars. It peaked at at 128. Well, if you're in if you're in Japan, the real price of oil is 110 based on the dollar. Because the dollars, what oil prices are, they're, they're paying effectively 110. The Chinese are paying 96. The Europeans are paying about 96 on a dollar basis. So if the dollar goes down, then you're going to see oil go up. And and and, and I think you're going to see it. it it, it, I, I think you're going to see the dot by by pushing the dot by by the Biden administration pushing the dollar up and letting the dollar run as high as it has. They're effectively pushing down oil prices. They're pushing down other current. Uh, 
Oh, a minute. Okay. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so we're going to hurry this up. So, so what's happening is, is I think after the election, you're going to see some of that change back, and you're going to see oil prices go up in some of these other commodities. That'll also put a floor under oil and, uh, under other some of the uh, uh, gold and silver. We see some change. Anyway, I think we got a rally here for a week or so, and then I'll, you got to be very careful with this work. But if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for our newsletter. If you need some help with your retirement, we'd be happy to help you and show you how we manage retirement assets at maxoutsavings.com. Yeah, I'd like to help you out if you need some help. So go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. But until then, remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. Look, good news are happening with the elections. I think this could be very positive. This could put a stabilization and we need to see what's going to happen. We just need to be patient. These are challenging times in the world today. we we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. 